0: Hello and welcome to The Big Show. This is Dim Lights and Stiff Drinks, the Dive Bars of Seattle. We are interested in those roadhouses, watering holes, and taverns slash watering hole pizza joints that have a long history and an interesting backstory. As always, Jeremy, this isn't on some Zoom call. No. No, we record live and on location in the places where money is lost and future regrets are made. This week, we are at the North Lake Tavern and Pizza House, located on the north side of of lake union this is a very special episode of dim lights and i'll tell you why in a minute but first i want to introduce the crew thank you to the house band satan's pilgrims for bringing us in yeah on that awesome yep. way of a surf as always this is a bob trombley production hey now producer supreme bob trombley is here to my left is resident suds gourmand jeremy mc pitcher this evening yeah we going to talk about why that is Across from me is uh, resident historian Brad.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: Nice. I'm Sweet Lou, and I'm thrilled to be here at North Lake Tavern because this is the home stretch for them. You might have seen the article in the Seattle Times announcing that after 70 years of serving delicious pies and pouring libations, the owner Abdullah will be retiring and closing the doors on January 31st, which will mark the last day before the tavern vanishes for good. See what I did there, Cynthia?
1: <laughs>
0: that voice you just heard is a very special guest this week Cynthia Brothers from Vanishing Seattle Welcome to the show
1: Yeah, welcome aboard for sure Glad to have you aboard
0: Yes, and you two uh, cross paths in your work as authors and uh, chroniclers so. We go yeah. way
1: back In fact, the origins of this podcast here Kind of start with what you and I were doing Because pre-COVID, back in the day we were arranging monthly meetups at different drinking establishments, and we did that what for like a couple years, maybe. Yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Jules Mays, Andy's diner, but like
2: fools, you didn't record yourselves, <laughs> so <coughs> millions of hours of content wasted.
1: Wasted, yeah. It was a wasted opportunity, but but it was it was kind of like helped germinate the idea when we were talking about our podcast. So yeah, yeah, came full circle.
0: And yeah, it's true. Dim lights and vanishing Seattle kind of play in the same sandbox. So same. most of our yeah. listeners yeah. already know all about it, but there's always that one person. So <laughs> tell us, tell, tell that, tell our listener what vanishing Seattle is. Usually, a affinity for but it all together. Yep. And so, yeah, thank you for coming again because this is the perfect yeah. place to have Vanishing Seattle on the last few nights at the North Lake Tavern.
1: Very appropriate,
3: uh, yeah. Vanishing, Vanishing Seattle, but yet so you keep the spirit of Seattle alive. I try, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah.
0: true. And it's not just the obituaries column, I mean, you also give shout outs to those places that we're surprised haven't vanished yet. Like I saw you mentioned gargoyles.
2: Yeah, gargoyles, statuary on the app. Let's yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a place, great
2: tie-in to what we what we talk about in the episodes every couple of weeks here too, because a lot of places we go to, we're like, how is this place even still around? You know, how does this dive bar still exist in this day and age? And you know, thank yeah. God that they do. But yeah, some of these places, you know, we're just counting the days, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, yeah. Especially like gargoyles is a perfect example. Like, describe gargoyles to someone who's never seen it.
1: Yeah. Well.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just kind of parking
1: back to a time of like '90s now, when people wanted kind of to buy abraaks and just like lots of cool people. record stores and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Cool like
3: Kershaw.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They kind
0: of had like, like cool
2: falling, yeah. yeah. chocolate yeah. statues, and gargoyles, uh, everything.
1: Kind of, you know, Little
0: dragons, crystals, mm-hmm. skulls. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. yeah. So like, it's.
2: Yeah, it's it's one of those Seattle institutions where you go in, you're like, okay, this place is pretty cool. And even if it's not your thing, maybe you don't think twice about it. But go to any other major city, and you're not going to see something quite like that, no, right? It's something that's just it's a cool, unique institution here yeah. in the Seattle that you just you know you're not going to find that same flavor anywhere else. Yeah. yeah. And if it is yeah, your but, bag, then oh my god! Yeah, you <laughs> struck the money. This <laughs> is fucking
0: awesome. Yeah, not some gargoyle bookcase ends, and yeah, you know, the no- <laughs> door knocker. This little uh, devil. Classic. Yep, yep. Yes. All right, so Brad, let's start talking about the scene here today. This is pretty cool. Since this article came out, there have been lines down the block to get in. And As so we witnessed tonight, down yeah, the today's no different. From open till close, and first come, first serve no reservations and no takeout the phones are turned off if you need to get a hold of someone here you gotta jump in the car
1: yeah they are they are swamped here to say the least
0: and so uh, yeah it's like Studio 54 outside piles of cocaine (laughs) (laughs) piles of parmesan yeah that's right Cynthia's a pretty big wheel in this town though so we got to skip the line we just walk by all these people glaring at us I've been standing here for two hours so shout out and thank you to the manager, Jessica, and the new manager, Melissa. Big, Big Marios thank you. for is coming yeah. in here. Thank yeah. you thank for you. getting us a table reserved at the back. We couldn't be happier. So Brad, when we talked about it, we said this might be a mini episode because it might be more of a pizza joint and yeah. a bar and, you know, the neighborhood yeah. is kind of a tweener. There's nothing really here. But it turns out this bar has some grit under its fingernails and some it does. criminal activity. Why don't you tell us the history of the place?
1: Well yeah, so the North Lake Tavern advertises itself as being in operation since nineteen fifty-three, meaning this year it would be its seventieth anniversary. But it actually first opened in nineteen thirty-four, almost two decades prior. And I see this a lot at different places where some of these dive bars and stuff, they shortchange themselves as far as how long they've been open. I think what they do is they'll they'll just kind of base on when a certain owner took over ownership and then that's or when the they start to clock. Move, right? Or the locations That's moved, right. yeah. including this one, as we're going to get into. Literally moving the building <laughs> down the street in some cases. In some cases, yeah. yeah
0: and Little Red Hen was one that
1: moved. Was right? it? Yeah, uh, the and water wheel was one. From Moves. Finney to yeah. Green Lake. Shanty. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been a few. Nice. Anyway, so this first opened in 1934. Its original owner was Hazel Miller. And Cynthia, this is something we've noticed since we've been uh, doing the show: is that a huge amount of early taverns that opened in the '30s and '40s were female-owned, and we've often speculated like what contributes to that, because it's kind of a surprising, for, given the time era. But a huge number of them were female-owned, including Bards, this one yeah. when it first opened. So yeah, Hazel Miller was the uh, the original owner. In 1953, Herb and Evelyn Friedman purchased the tavern and would run it for the next 35 years. Apparently, when they purchased it, they were the fifth owner of the tavern. So there were, uh, what, four previous owners before them, starting with this Hazel Miller. Good, Good math. Good math. Yeah. As far as Herb goes, apparently he was from Brooklyn, and he apparently sounded just like Rodney Dangerfield.
0: So when he was still alive,
1: that's the accounts you would hear in the newspapers, is that when they were talking about him, they commented how much he sounded like Rodney Dangerfield.
0: Hey, ho, i got to tell you. I, I don't get no respect. <laughs> I tell you, it's rough, yeah. you know.
1: Uh, but yeah, he grew up in Brooklyn, He served in the Navy during World War II. Then he became a merchant marine until 1950 when he landed in Seattle and met Evelyn, his soon-to-be wife and business partner. When the Freedmans purchased the tavern, it's, it originally sat further east of here, basically where the ship canal bridge now sits so that's the original location of this place of the north lake tavern but in 1959 what's that east lake bridge no the ship canal bridge Yeah,
0: looking stupid for those people who are on the Zoom. More than one bridge here in Seattle. Remind me, which is is the ship canal? I'm
1: going to feel well. That's the the one you go over when you're on I-5. It was part of the I-5 project. That's the ship canal bridge. And in fact, that's why they moved because. Around that time, that's when they were starting to, the construction process of I five. Oh, they were right under so when they were building the it. Yeah, we got a bridge to move was tomorrow. built uh, in 1961 as part of the I five construction project. So that's what prompted their move. But yeah, I guess the I five project uh, it displaced a lot of buildings and homes, and it was a matter of eminent domain. Like once they charted the course of the the freeway, they basically if if you're house was in the path, you'd get a knock on the door and some guy would be sitting there with a check and be like, hey, you got we're 30 days. on the freeway <laughs> and you know, you got a, like a year or whatever to get out of here, but here's a check. Ouch. I understand usually it was a generous check that they gave people, but yeah, you didn't have a choice. Probably the uh, yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Displaced a lot, yeah. and, and
2: lots of people making an, an analogies to what's going on with the light rail and the expansion there. Like, yeah. people are getting pissed off at eminent domain,
1: really ruffles some feathers. Yeah, it does. Yeah, and apparently the interesting thing is, so once they purchased these homes, they would then put them up for auction. I guess maybe to recoup some of the cost. And apparently these auctions were really popular because you could go and you could get a really nice house pennies on the dollar but the catch of course was that it was up to you to move that house out of the way before construction began so that's why you could get <laughs> and, and you so had cheap. to
2: personally evict the person who was living there uh,
1: well, They were already gone apparently by that point but wow, so a, a lot of people bought these homes and then relocated them to different areas throughout seattle and in fact, in my neighborhood, two houses down from me sits one of these I-5 homes that were moved from the I-5 project.
0: Oh, they were like, I'm getting far the fuck away from I-5. Yeah. I'm going to Edmonds.
1: But there's several so homes throughout never Seattle. find me here. Yeah. But I always thought it'd be kind of a cool project to map out these I-5 homes throughout the Seattle region. Because apparently there's now. a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. But the house in my neighborhood, like, you would never be able to tell it wasn't originally built there. It doesn't, like, it blends in. It looks like all the other houses, but, yeah. You'd
2: never guess it was a mobile home.
1: Yeah. 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 It was literally a mobile home at one point. Nice. So, anyway, back to the tavern. Uh, The Freedmen's moved the tavern here to its current location, and, again, in either late 1959, early 1960, somewhere in that time range. Uh, This was also the year that they decided to start selling pizza. So Herb knew that he needed something unique to kind of stand out from the other taverns. He's from Brooklyn. You know, pizza's... Hey, I'm from there. Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, pizza joints
0: probably weren't on every neighborhood, two or three of them back then,
1: right? In Brooklyn, maybe, but not here. Or yeah,
0: but in Seattle, there wasn't like it is now where you can't no. throw a rock without hitting pizza.
1: Yeah, but back then in Seattle, there was pizza, but you pretty much had to go to like an Italian restaurant if you wanted to order pizza. The garlic There goat. were no like pizza huts or anything like that so he started selling pizza so he was the first one to start selling pizza in seattle outside of like the italian restaurants and make it a thing that's cool yeah and now you know you kind of take it for granted if you go to a bar that happens to sell food and you pick up their menu and you see pizza there's nothing shocking about it but back then he was the first one to kind of kick this off in fact, it was such a new concept that it immediately didn't take off. So when he first started selling pizza... What the
0: fuck is that round yeah, thing you're serving? looks like a well, car Apparently, he was, only,
1: he was only selling like one or two a day. So it was really slow going. But within a few years, word got out. And then people started coming here. Hey, and like, hey this is actually
2: pretty good. Goes not, well with not beer. Not too bad.
1: Yeah, it goes well with beer. goes well with beer, yeah. And apparently, they were selling 1,500 uh, pizzas a week within a couple of years. Ooh, which that's a lot of zah. Back then. Yeah, it's a lot of zah. So, this is our first time here. Uh, Cynthia, you said you've tried the pizza before, but I don't think. Th- have you guys tried the pizza before? No. You I, have? I, I okay. have? I have
2: not. I might I be the only virgin either. at the table. Yes. And we might have to pause here in a second and place an order, and get some pizza, and come yeah. back for round two. Yeah. But this time, round two with some Zaw.
3: Yes. Yeah. Some
2: Zaw. I'm looking
1: forward to it. I hear it's good. Yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> founder.
0: Go yeah. big and go home. the pizza to be. someone who's uh, also never been here. Ton of yes. toppings. Yeah, so many ingredients. It's kind um, of hard to see where it begins and ends. Yeah, I mean it's almost like a it, it's a pie. All a la
3: Chicago well, not almost. Like a pie. Or... A,
0: it's yeah. a pie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like a pizza where you can't see
2: where it begins and ends, and I like a beer glass where you can't see where it starts and empties. Kind of like an yeah. infinity
1: pool, but <laughs> beer <and pizza? laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> an
2: infinity pool full of beer.
1: Where's Homer Simpson uh, yeah. when you need him? So anyway, so uh, during the Freedmen's reign as the owners, uh, there was a decent crime story. This as is there else. almost always is. You don't we don't have, have any yeah. crime stories? What's that?
0: You have, you have one crime story, don't you? Oh, yeah. I have, I have a decent one.
1: Yeah. This one isn't like going to win any awards as far as the ones we've covered. Are
0: you going to say it now? Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, well, I gotta, I'm sorry to interrupt, Brad, but That's Satan's right. Pilgrims has been working on a theme song for a new segment we got called Brad's Police Blotter. Satan's <laughs> heavy. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Cynthia, uh, before I get into the story, so we've we've also learned that a lot of these taverns, like like one of the ways they've kind of earned their stripes is being like a legit diapar is they usually got either robbed or burglarized one, two, several times, you know, usually back in the 50s and 60s.
2: Or they burglarized or robbed somebody else.
1: Yeah, that too. (laughs) But there's some crime involved. And this one in 1976, so a burglar apparently snuck upstairs when the place was open... Because there's an upstairs office, found some place to hide, hid several hours until everyone left, and then just went downstairs and like ripped the place off, kind of Grinch style. Yeah, took all the cash, got a bunch of other stuff, and exit I've always stage thought left.
0: About how easy that would be. I've, yeah, it just makes camp you out. Like when when I cl- you know you've worked retail or in a restaurant, you're not looking under every table when you close out.
1: Right, you're tired. Yeah. These people just want to go home. They're not, like, checking every corner and, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Anybody yeah. hiding under <laughs> you? <laughs> no. So, I don't know, would Would you call that, like, a cat burglar style or Yeah, I mean, uh, kind of cat burglarish? Cat burglar- I mean, it reminds me of the Baron. More like Lazy Stealth. Lazy Stealth? Okay. The Baron off slightly. Went
3: breaking during the entrance, but then, right, he, but then right. he didn't make yeah. out. He, he yeah. stayed around. So you got to around. wonder,
2: like these thieving stories. Surely, there's probably one person that's hit a couple of these joints we've been to, right? I'm sure.
1: Yeah, some commonalities yeah, here. Little, a yeah. Little suspicious. Little suspicious. Yeah. Time period. We need aligns. to open up
2: these cold cases.
1: Well, in 1973 the tavern underwent a $40,000 remodeling project. And I sent you guys pictures of kind of like the conceptual drawing when they were doing this. It's very 1970s looking. Totally. You know, mean like like 1970s modernism. uh, Yeah. Greens and browns. Lots of greens and browns and so to, to give you a perspective, if you were to, a, to do Park a forty thousand
2: dollar remodel now, that would get you maybe a couple of chairs and a mirror on yeah. the wall.
1: Yeah, it went pretty yeah. far in the seventies though, yeah, so good. they got yeah. an entirely you could do a new ba- facade. You could do a bathroom. Yeah, so it went from looking yeah, like no.
0: <laughs> like an old school. I could dive do it for farm. forty grand. Call me. What's that? I said I'd do it for forty grand.
1: Call me, listeners. <laughs> yeah. Who's <laughs> interior design? crazy loose you'd be one of those contractors that wants all the money up front and then you'd be like see ya Florida yeah oh this will be beautiful so yeah so they got a whole new facade out front it's very 1970s modern looking it has a very 1970s pizza parlor look to it here inside the walls have a series of original framed art by local political cartoonist David Horsey uh, which I love and I'm pretty sure he did this when when they did the remodel so these are from the original yeah. 70's remodel and a lot of them have like pizza themed ideas behind them
0: well yeah all of them are written for it I think because this yeah. says hey we just passed the finish line can we stop it's a rowing crew and going under the
1: which bridge? the there, I mean? Canal bridge. Ship Canal Bridge Ship
0: Canal Bridge that's right yeah. so, yeah. Yeah. hey Very we passed relevant. the finish line can we stop not until we get to the North Lake and the other one's the UW football team, and it says, I'll fake to the left while you go long cut, run at the right 20 yards, run into the locker room, and get on the phone and order us a North Lake pizza.
1: Yeah, and they all have like kind of pizza themes like this. So these were part of the original renovation.
2: Hey, you, you, Lou, you mentioned Studio Fifty Four earlier. This definitely has that '70s vibe going on. You got these like crooked diagonal yeah, you know, mirrors yeah. and stuff, but the cartoons really make make the place. It's um, it really it, does it's quite a stand it gives out. It personality, the, yeah, quite a standout.
1: And for those that, that don't know, David Horsey was a local political cartoonist. He drew for the uh, Seattle PI from the '70s until they folded, which is when 2011, I believe, is when the PI folded, somewhere around there. It's been so, published
2: in the Atlantic. Well, he got picked yeah. up yeah. yeah and he's still Surprise going winning. he's still alive
1: yeah he's still making cartoons yep. i think he draws for the associated press now maybe and different he and he went to the UW. yeah, and the UW yeah. purple yeah, and yeah, gold yeah. so it, it just gives it a cool kind of personal touch in here
0: so you know he probably when he was going to school he used to come down here and get pizza and beers and oh i'm sure absolutely That's i'm absolutely sure why.
1: probably free pizza and beer for life for this oh yeah So uh, the Freedmans ran this place for a total of 34 years before selling it to a guy by the name of Mark Berkovich in 1987. He ran it for the next decade. He passed away in 1997, at which point his daughter Cheryl then took over ownership, and she ran it until 2017 when she sold it to its current owner, Abdullah.
0: Got to meet Abdullah last night. Did you? Yeah.
1: I hear he's like a really
0: nice guy. He is. He's got a glow, definitely. He's what? He's got he's got the glow, yeah. He's got the glow, yeah. yeah. For sure. He's looking uh, forward to I, retirement. I'm just about
1: to retire, glow. <laughs> yeah. 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 I would too. The cool thing about Abdullah, so he started working here in 1981, and he started at the very bottom. I don't know if he was the washing dishwasher, dishes. washing yeah. dishes, prep cook, yeah. And I guess he personally trained under Herb as far as how to make pizzas and eventually make pizzas in the kitchen and he just kind of worked himself his way up until he became the owner
0: and then he bought it from her and then he bought it
1: yeah so it's a cool story you know kind of working your way up to the very top
0: that's awesome and that's what's also cool about this place is it's not a construction casualty or a development casualty it's uh he's just retired
1: he's just retiring Yeah. yeah exactly yeah, no one, like, assholed him out of here, <laughs> you know, like you keep hearing about. No, no one dies him out of here. Yeah. <laughs> no, th-
0: this plot
1: would make some sweet condos, I gotta say. I mean, <laughs> shut up, Jeremy. Easy
2: I-5 access. Come on.
1: <laughs> uh, sadly, a few weeks ago, Abdullah announced on the North Lakes Facebook page that he is retiring due to health reasons and would be selling the place to local pizza chain Big Mario's. His announcement made clear that the North Lake's last day, as you mentioned earlier, Lou, would be January 31st next week. So basically right. five days from now. Have you, have you guys ever eaten Let's that do Big the Mario's? Uh, yes. What's the last thing? probably you like sunny, it? right? Yeah. I remember uh, when it first came
3: to Capitol Hill Tuesday. a few years ago, and it was a, it was a big hit. All right. Now yeah. they, have, they have one in Queen Anne as well. Yeah, they, have, they have
1: a couple of them. Yeah. Yes, three.
2: Three in three
3: three? Seattle. Yeah. yeah.
1: Three Seattle. And Cynthia, you said you've had it before, right? And yeah. they make pretty good pizza. Great pizza good boxes, hands, good logos.
2: In, in good hands, in good hands when they retire. Well,
1: that's what I hear. So, Big Mario's plans on doing a small renovation and then will reopen in March. And the good news is that they plan on keeping things relatively intact. No, uh, exactly intact.
0: Yeah, everything you see here, I, they're replacing place, the carpets and yeah, carpet, in yeah, the, the kitchen. Yeah, has gone. Yeah cleaning the bathrooms, calling it good.
2: Yeah, according to... Uh, are they to, keeping the diagonal mirrors on the wall. Yes. Got to hope yeah, so.
1: they're yes. keeping the David Horsey art. The David, better. Work. Yeah. No. Well, according to their announcement, they said, uh, our plans are to simply focus on repairs, equipment upgrades, uh, cleaning, outdoor seating, and cre- creating a private room for events, large parties, rentals, et cetera. We'll make sure that the charm of the North Lake Tavern is not lost. They added that we've been gifted several very cool North Lake pieces from Abdullah. Which have not been up from some time, and they plan to showcase these alongside others in a dedicated historical display. Cool. Um, and like I mentioned, they're keeping the David Horsey illustrations, which that's awesome.
2: I think they they need a podcast recording
1: room dedicated to us, right? <laughs> Wouldn't you say? Yeah, 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 Of course, yeah, definitely. Let, let's submit that as a suggestion. Nice. I'm sure it'll be uh, instantly accepted. I think they're
0: having a big uh, send off party for
1: a on the 31st. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah big bash the other cool thing about big marios is that all their existing employees here from the north lake have been asked to stick around and i guess there's a total eight employees one of them is retiring but the others are like staying aboard and that's all that's always a good well played well played yeah that's always a good move you know because you never want to just fire somebody just because you're taking over over the ship so good for them they will oh really wow yeah so they've earned their stripes for retirement apparently the big shift will be that they're going to go from being like a 21 and over place to an all ages venue hard liquor and beer will still be available and a mass of pies will be replaced by their new york style pizza so the pizza's changing but not much else it sounds like
2: yeah and that's an interesting point though North Lake Tavern and Pizza Joint, right? Like you said with the history, this place started off essentially as a tavern yeah, It was a tavern, a tavern it, for 20 or 30 years it, before it the pizza e- came e- in. This could easily be a dive bar. Oh yeah. Other than the fact that it's pretty big and it's got a lot of tables and lots of people eating, right? But yeah. the fact that you can look around and say it's definitely got a dive bar feel to it, which is great. It's one of the reasons why we're here Yeah. Kind of started off as a tavernish kind of yep. dive bar, whatever. Grab the pizza because it was cool and that was kind of novel at the time and here we are now
1: Here we are now well, and it was that was a good smart move of Herb to introduce pizza in the '60s because that's probably what kind of like saved this place and prevented it from closing. Because if they hadn't sold pizza, it probably would have closed a long time ago. If yeah, it was just it's kind of apart. in the middle of nowhere. You're yeah. not
0: next to anything.
1: Yeah, else. yeah,
2: yeah. And you can't you can't rely on the university students to drink
1: beer. Or eat pizza. So, anyway, so good luck to Abdullah in his retirement. And I personally hope that the new owners keep their promise as far as keeping the original and historical look of this place intact. So, what do you guys think about all that?
0: I think you summed it up quite well. For sure. Yeah, for sure. This is yeah, a wonderful for sure. Place, and I'm glad they're keeping the bones of it. And it's going to be pretty much the same.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad they're keeping a good thing
2: going. I think a lot of folks like the old 70s style vibe. Yeah. It's not like an upscale, you know, pizza place like that ain't Right. Means. And that's we're part not- of its charm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, F- yeah. So, like, yeah, Th- Yeah. As far as bashing things go, so it's like, like got a pretty good story. I don't think we're gonna miss the pizza. Yep, I'm, I'm looking around and yeah. seeing tons of people enjoying their pizzas. I'm getting damn hungry because I well, do not have she's a. She's going to come over. That's a, that's a
0: huge problem. She's going to come over and take care of us. And she's walked by a couple times, and she's like, "Oh, I don't want to interrupt them." Right, so fun. next yeah. time you see we're her, just follow her it away, and we'll just stop it. And, we and we cut clearly it. need to. We, yeah, we need to yeah. get a priority gonna here, gonna people. Come on, <laughs> just the, crowd. For the pizza. You said the word old, and everyone here looks <laughs> like. Oh, I had my first North Lake pizza 40 years ago. I got to go there tonight or I got to go there before it closes. And so Well established not, local crew. We're not bullshitting yeah. when we say you're in line for 2 hours.
1: Oh, there's a huge line out front when we got yeah. here. Yeah. And if you
0: show yeah, here the, the neighborhood came out for sure. after 4:30, yeah. you might not get in and stand in line for an hour and a half. So, it's yeah. that kind of party. Yeah. But Melissa was telling me a story about uh, yeah,
2: and, and you know that's an important point. This isn't this isn't like uh, you know a donut shop or something where everybody's like, oh, I heard they're really good. I'm going to come. <laughs> no, no, no. This is like the, the the neighborhood came out to support this business because they knew were, they were you know they, you're looking around and it's it's uh, it's the locals. This people have been coming here for forty plus years eating the pizza and drinking the beer, which is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And which yep. is good to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is good to see.
3: I feel there like you used to see that maybe more old-school Seattle. I don't know. Maybe I'm tripping, but I feel like... Old is old-school oh, well, Seattle. Straight emphasis up. People, their, people are wearing their
0: stocking caps <laughs> inside. Watch yourself, Ludo. This face puffy coat inside. All hats. I heard you just got layers. bifocals.
2: Kind of judgy there, Lou.
0: I'm not judging. it's what I look like. <laughs> <laughs> layers. <laughs> Looking in the mirror. So, so Seattle. So typically yeah, exactly. Seattle. Exactly, So, uh, and she said one cool story was that a one woman came in here, she's retired in, in Arizona, and it popped up on her Facebook, and she was like, oh, flew back here to get a North Lake pizza a couple months uh-huh. ago. I, I, heard, I heard Oprah did that, too. Yeah. Oprah was here? Yeah. That's right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> she had it flown. She had a couple of yeah, pies. She flew, she flew in flown over to get a pizza and then Atlanta. flew out again. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, Jeremy, you're totally not prepared, but why don't you tell us, what are you drinking tonight? What are we drinking? Well, you
2: know, funny you should mention that. I was thinking, you know, oftentimes we take a break and we come back for what you're drinking, right? But I think this time, considering where we are in the history, let's take a break and come back for what you're eating. Okay. Yeah. We can talk about what you're drinking because there's actually some pretty interesting shit about what you're drinking. But even more important is what we're eating.
1: In other words, Jeremy's hungry and he wants some pizza. Hell yeah. I I think
0: I've made that perfectly clear. All right. (laughs) Then you guys want to take a break, come back for round two?
1: Let's do it. All right. Saints Pilgrims, take us out.
0: Satan's Pilgrims thank you for bringing us back mm-hmm, in on that awesome mm-hmm. wave of wicked surf uh, Jeremy you had a chance to go look at the tap handles what's on tap tonight give well, us a tap report you
2: know it's it, it occurred to me that what we're drinking tonight is something a little unusual for the podcast but not unusual right in the fact that This is the first time in two-plus seasons where we are drinking a pitcher of beer. This is true. (laughs) Which boggles my fucking mind, right?
0: We're suckers. Like, why are we paying all this money? Right. Uh,
2: All goddamn bars we've been to over the last couple of years, right? This is the first time we're having a pitcher of beer. Well, actually, our second pitcher of beer because, you know, we're having a good time, Right. But it just—I—I uh, I, can't—I can't fathom you know, thinking back to you know 20 plus episodes. Why the hell we haven't been drinking? Enough?
3: Every show should have been a every pitcher. every show should yeah. have been a pitcher. Yeah. But
2: no, this is yeah. our first pitcher, and we our first pitcher before that we just do, we just killed a couple of minutes ago was uh, Manny's Pale Ale. Yep, a, a staple among bar, bar, uh, dive bars, but also a staple among pizza joints around Seattle too. Yeah, right. We've uh, been on tap with just about every dive bar we've been to. Yes, George now Jim has carpet
0: the joint. Absolutely. Go yeah. to barn without. Now scenery. we
2: are on pitcher numero dos, which is uh, Mac and Jack's African Amber. Another one that's like not quite as popular as Manny's, but still v- very well uh, or very easily found in dive bars around Seattle. It's, it's not as uh,
1: ubiquitous as it, as it once was, right? That's though.
2: right. That's right. Yeah, that's true. You
1: know, yeah, yeah they,
2: they came on the scene, uh, you know, early 2000s, mid 2000s. Gosh, wow, you saw it everywhere. Hot, everywhere. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everywhere. It's kind of cooled off a little Mac bit. Mac
0: and Jack? You like it? You don't like it? Oh, you do. <laughs> yeah.
2: So it's pretty, pretty easy what you're drinking since we're all drinking for the same goddamn pitcher. But uh, I just think that this blows my mind as our first pitcher after two plus uh, seasons of uh, dive bar
0: episodes. And, and what did you what see? What's wrong with you, us? Uh, went and looked at the tap handles tonight. Oh, I don't know.
2: <laughs> well, well, you know, they have uh, they have about 12 taps, uh, and which how is how many nice. are functional? Uh, exactly. There's there's little, it's so cute. You, we got to take a picture of this posted on the Instagram page, right? There's little brown paper bags over the taps to tell which ones are, like, tap, you know, keg uh-huh. out, you know, to kill the keg, whatever. They're so getting ready to close but, things out. Yeah, about half yeah. of them have got the little paper f- bags over the tap, which yeah. is just adorable. It's just adorable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As long as we get a little bit of Manny's, a little bit of mac and jacks, and a pitcher, yeah, we're happy. Yeah.
1: I think I, I think they do just have beer and wine, but when Big Mario's takes over, they're going to start selling hard liquor. So, oh, yeah. There's no liquor back
0: there. I don't I think so. Notice.
1: I didn't see. I didn't notice it. Yeah, anything. not not a full bar. I don't
0: see money anyone a,
2: cocktails. Money, some yeah, full tabs back there, but yeah, I think uh, just beer and wine. Yeah, not, not a, a full not
0: full liquor. Uh, Jeremy, there's also. Uh, what are you smoking here? Because what is in this bar that I haven't seen oh yet? Oh, my God. Yeah, for sure. Just to the right of us is an
2: old school, got to be from the 70s, yeah, cigarette machine. That's what like, it looks like to like be Literally, like, put in your 50 cents or however, you know, pull the big-ass handle, ka-chunk, and get a get a uh, pack of Marlboros or something. Yeah. No longer functioning, unfortunately. Kind of sad, uh-huh. but pretty cool that it's actually still there, and you could go and uh, spill your beer
1: on it. When I... Uh, When I was in high school, I used to smoke in high school, and that's how we got our cigarettes. There were still cigarette machines around, so we'd go to the local bowling alley or whatever and cha-chunk. Like, I think it was a dollar a pack back then. Oh, so it's not monitor? It's not behind the... B- it wasn't back then, at least when you we were in high school. You sneak over yeah. there.
0: And yeah, you used a, to be able yeah. to go
1: into, like, a drugstore and, you know, put in your 50 yeah. cents. Corner there
3: store. There any,
2: yeah, there's, there's no employees, like, you know, wandering. i go. going oh, sir, I'm going to need to see your ID. No, we never no, ran no, into no, that. No. It
3: was a yeah. note from my mom.
0: Yeah,
2: no. <laughs> yeah, your no. parents are like, hey, son, you know, go into the Safeway and get daddy some smokes. Yeah.
3: yeah. Be a good boy.
0: We can also do a really quick uh, what what you're listening to, Jeremy.
2: Well, you know, it's funny. This
0: bar has touch tunes, and so you can pull it up on the app and see what's playing and what's popular here. pretty
2: noisy joint. Probably can hear, like, lots of boisterous activity going on around us here. The place is pretty packed, like we talked about line to get in the door it's a few empty tables it's just kind of weird considering that there's people who have been waiting outside for you no know, three hours to get in well <laughs> like, yeah it is kind of a capacity
0: <laughs> thing like we can yeah. seat you but we can't serve you if it's yeah full. Yeah, yeah very limited crew but yeah, uh,
2: yeah good old touch tunes machine another ubiquitous dive bar i'd say probably about like 50 percent of the dive bars we hit have one of these touch tunes machines on the wall very yeah. popular these days you can pull up the app see what's playing and uh, Lou, you've got the app open. Uh, what kind of what kind uh, shit we've been listening to over the last uh, three-plus
0: months at uh, North Lake. Well, uh, if you like the blues, if you got the blues, this is a place to be. Yes? Yeah. Uh, Otis Rush, I Can't Quit You, Baby. These are the hot songs. You can look them up. Albert King, Born Under a Bad Sign. Scott H. Bryan, Still Drunk country song or what why yes i am <laughs> uh, who wants to know <laughs> uh, denise leslie down home blues anders osborne mind of a junkie that's a good one uh, yeah tommy castro yeah. sex machine tedeschi trucks jimmy vaughn big mama thornton you get the juice of it blues. why do you
1: think so much blues is played here what about this place
0: yeah, that's a great question because you
1: know,
2: definitely a, a different mix than we typically see in the dive bars that we have hacked into their their yeah. uh, you know music machines. right? Usually,
1: you see like classic rock and country. Right. You see some blues, but this one is like very blues heavy. I wonder why. Very,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: Totally. Maybe.
2: And all you know, a little little bit of rockabilly tinge going on in there too, huh?
0: Some yeah. pizza and
1: some BB King.
0: And uh, I know how it happens is because. Uh, there's a couple regulars, and it's just two or three guys. And they work um, it. They work yeah, the jukebox when they come in every day. There's
2: only there's that only like two people are willing to fork out a buck fifty a play.
1: <laughs> or maybe a couple employees are like total oh, blues heads, yes, and they just that's probably if, it. and they just take over. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe Abdullah's is a blues guy.
0: Well, could be a blues. Could could be, be. We, yeah, we yeah. he's from that era. Like, last night though. He didn't look like he had a blues. Bright <laughs> eyed Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you never know. Closeted blues guy. <laughs> huh. Well, that, this pizza as you might guess—is uh, <laughs> there's no fire here. They're all hairy. They've been working their ass off. Yeah, yeah. It's it's busier
2: than hell. It's this the last no few place days of the joint. Join. We'll, we'll give them a we'll give them a pass. Yeah. We'll give them a pass. Yeah. yeah.
0: And they they, yeah, they, they their nerves kept, are frayed. They kept us happy with the pitchers coming. So God bless them. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I'm just going to get into uh, where are we at. We're yeah, at North Lake. Yeah, let's do it.
1: Um, so, Lou, where are we at?
0: We're in North Lake, baby. We are uh, across the street from Lake Union. Across the street from us is a boat dealership, and there's some <laughs> place to park your boat. Off to that.
3: Also, if you've ever had your car towed in Seattle, you might be familiar with this part of town. Wah, wah, wah,
0: wah.
1: Bob, tell oh, us. Is there a big tow yard? Yes. You've gotten towed yep, tow- tow- here? Yeah.
3: Uh, yeah, right behind Vula's. Right behind- <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, because... Yeah, spoiler alert, there's a tow yard right next to us. Yeah, I had my Lincoln boat Lincoln Towing, alert. thank you. I had you. my yeah. boat towed. Yeah, I was terrible. My solar
1: chagrin, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So,
0: yeah, yeah, this is where a cop would come and be like, oh, I can have someone towed in five minutes here. Literally. In- <laughs> yeah. Lincoln Towing, maybe known for their tow trucks.
3: To that's, down with that's the why there's so many blues uh, songs. Big Christian <laughs> <Well,
1: yeah>. Cross. <laughs> Oh. How oh. much is it to get your car once it's towed, how to get it out now? It must be a decent chunk. Hundred, I three, remember three maybe. Steve yeah, had yeah. one in the three or 90s four.
0: and it was 175.
1: <gasps> Cynthia? <gasps> yeah. Oh man, I it's had bit one of a towed in the 90s. bit
2: of a racket. Yeah. It is a racket.
1: Yeah.
2: Ooh.
3: Oh. oh. Yeah.
1: And you're never prepared to, like, pay that either. That always sucks. Now, Man. I remember I had one uh, in the 90s. I had this Volkswagen Bug, and I had it parked. It was on First Hill, but it was, like, on a slope, and I forgot to put the e-brake on. And it just <laughs> oh, drifted no. down into, like, an intersection in the middle of the night. I had no idea, so the cop showed up. They, of course, had it towed. I go out the next morning, my car's gone. I don't know if it's stolen. Who the Holy fuck stole my car? Yeah. And I eventually figured out it was at a tow yard and I had to go through wow, that whole rig of a to get my car out and pain in the ass.
0: Nice. Yeah. So huh. yeah, North Lake is uh, it's not quite the U District, it's not quite Wallingford, it's a tweener. Um, it's, it's a place you might go, only if you wanna to go to Ivor's Salmon House. It was across the street. Villa's yeah. offshore cafe a breakfast joint that's kind of like this good, been there good forever. Grub. Yeah, good grub. Good grub. Uh, what's that other joint? The taco place? Yes. Yeah. Maybe Agua yeah. Verde. The Chico- Chihuly's
3: joints down the way too. Yeah.
0: There, you go. Good eats around there
2: here.
0: you go. There you go. One reason to come here is because this is a good place to find street parking as close as you're going to get to Husky Stadium if you're Drive. going to a football game. Yep. I always find parking here and it's like a 15 minute walk. Life it's hack. cool because you're with a pack of other fans and yeah. So yeah. Other than that, hop, skip, and a jump for University Avenue, like we we're talking about. Um, so yeah, it's pretty much all maritime, but there is one cool thing that's in North Lake, Gasworks Park. Yes. Is in Gasworks. Is uh, in North Lake proper. Uh, Cynthia, what's uh, Gasworks Park uh, any to you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Are you being literal, Lou? you saying like literally. What does Gasworks mean? Why is it called Gasworks
0: Park? Is that what you meant? No, I was just thinking. What's your What's your memory of uh, Gasworks, Bob? Why do you come here? When did high you come here? High school keggers. High school. Oh K- yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. You can't get away with that shit now. Uh-oh.
1: No, no, no. For me, uh, Fourth of July fireworks. Right. I used to live in Fremont. We would just walk down there, watch the fireworks. So
2: nice. Yeah well way back in the day you remember the first uh, what was the first uh, marijuana festival oh the uh, hemp fest hemp fest yeah ritual oh, yeah, hemp fest right. was in Castle. that's right yeah that was very easy right. to sneak into without having a paid admission fee back in the day that's it, what yeah and also I found out stone.
0: it had a history as being a place for political protests too oh
2: yeah well. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah Greenpeace had a little camp here for like a couple of weeks for when summer. they were doing
0: shit with the uh, bridge nice yeah so, as someone who's never been here, Brad, describe Gasworks Park. Keep in mind, Lister, it's never been here. It's well, a park, but it's got a thing on it.
1: Well, it's a. It, it used to be an old factory, like a, a a gas plant. A gas plant that eventually closed and they kept certain parts of the old <laughs> gas plant still there in the park. Yeah. Now it's fenced off. Back in the day, you used to be able to go in there and, like, climb it. But I think a really? few people... Yeah. Have, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, big-ass... Like,
2: it used to be a huge parkour place too for that exact reason like you could go do like extreme like parkour shit on these big ass like pipes and tubes and shit well what happened is it was
1: open but people would climb up and there were several deaths from people falling off of it as you can imagine people drunk half of them caught on youtube videos Yeah. (laughs) yeah so after that they fenced it off so the the industrial parts are still there these big old tanks and stuff but you can't just climb on them like you used to be able to a shame though a shame really and these aren't yeah, like
0: have been preserved and made into works of art it's a pile of
1: rust yeah. big the fucking pipes and stuff yeah foot
0: chain link fence and barbed wire on top
1: yeah wasn't um, it shown a couple times in the movie Singles didn't they show gas works? like there was a couple scenes yes there? you're exactly right yeah
3: Oh, oh yeah, good nice. one. Yeah. Good nice.
1: call. Nice reference. Yeah. Also, it's, it's in uh, the Mother Love Bone song, uh, Stardock Champion, that's in Gasworks Park. So, nice. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, this gas plant we're talking about, from 1906 to 1956, the Seattle Gaslight Company operated a gas... Wait, wait. A Seattle Gaslight Company? Seattle Gaslight Company. Gaslight like Company. Gaslighting, we'll gaslight you motherfuckers. Oh, Um, It was called a gasification plant. And its remnants are what you all just described, (laughs) a big pile of uh, rust. Historically, I'm going to skip that shit, yawn. Uncle Lou, tell us more about coal gasification. (laughs) Gasification. That's what my my wife calls it. (laughs) That's way better than what I had. At some point, this will get interesting. The city of Seattle bought the place in 1962. Uh, six years after it shut down and their plan was to make a gas plant a public park, right? What an idea. Now, if those words I said before, like coal gasification, make it sound like the joint's a heavily polluted super fun fight. <laughs> it, super is, fun fight it, it is, which totally yeah. it is. It totally is. The soil and groundwater were heavily contaminated it required cleanup. Hey, let's have public events there. It'd be awesome. <laughs> so they started the cleanup in 1971 and by 1975... It was open to the public and clean as a whistle, based on four years of 1970s environmental remediation technology.
2: Other than the Native American burial ground. Do you buy that,
0: Bob? Would you eat some vegetables that were grown in Gasworks Park? No, hard no. (laughs) Hard no. So yeah. But but I'd smoke some pot that was grown there. Hard yes. Yeah, if you thought it might be polluted, you'd be correct. And at some point, the park came on the radar of the National EPA. And they were like, we need to do a study of that place. And then they were like, um, we're not going to red tag it, but you guys got a lot of work to do. Because what they found that was benzene was still leaking out into Ooh, Lake benzene. Union. Yeah. Yep.
2: Uh, Maybe Ixnay on the uh, yoga get-togethers there. and uh.
0: Yeah, so they made him do a bunch of cleanup. And they made him do this thing called, a, here's a boring back-to-school item. It's called air sparging. And they literally stick these giant pumps into the ground. And pump the park full of air. And all that benzene and gas rises to the top and either ev- and evaporates. Yeah, steer clear of the park on yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, right <laughs> into the environment. Yeah. Yeah. What, what could be wrong with that? And yeah. then the stuff that doesn't escape, they just braze the top, take off a couple feet, and plant new grass. And so that, that's what they did but this kind of cracks me up. So there are no known areas of soil contamination remaining on the site today. No known areas. But And then this next sentence, although tar occasionally still oozes from some locations <laughs> within the site and is isolated and removed.
1: It's, ha- it's harmless. It's benzene tar, totally harmless. Don't worry about it. Yeah,
2: FYI, um, yeah. if you step in a puddle of tar, <laughs> yeah. don't worry about it
0: maybe uh, notify the EPA. I know. It sounds like I'm bagging on it, but this place is amazing. It's It's, great. It's amazing. It's great.
2: There's no
0: place uh, like it in the world. Another
2: iconic uh, Seattle area. It
0: was designed by Seattle landscape architect Richard Hogg, and he won the American Society of Landscapers Award uh, for
2: doing this part. Wait, wait, wait. He won an award
0: for putting a big-ass hill amongst a pile of pipes and tubes and shit? Well, yeah. Okay. Well, they did repurpose some of it as a playland, like some pipes they painted and put a cover over them. You know what I'm talking oh, about? yeah. On, the, on yeah. the benzene pile. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Yeah.
2: Playground. That's perfect. Yeah.
0: And so you know, a guy won an award for that. Here's something fun for the locals. You know Myrtle Edwards Park? <laughs> Gasworks is the original Myrtle Edwards Park. Oh, okay. Huh? Yeah. She was a city councilwoman, and she spearheaded the uh, project to get Gasworks Park built. And uh, she died in, like, 1969, and then in 1972, her family asked that her name be removed from the park because they said she never was happy with the fact that they kept so much of the gas plant there. Mm. She was like, this is gross. It should be a beautiful... This is unbecoming. (laughs) Yeah. I
2: say. (laughs) Sir. To the the Edwards family name. I Can't can't say I blame her.
0: So they gave her Highness the boring-ass park in uh, Belltown. And that's Myrtle Edwards that's now. Park now. Yeah, that's it's a still a park that's a cool park. Yeah. And uh, if you're not totally uh, bored yet, have you guys heard of the reality show, The Amazing Race? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gasworks was the finish line for season three. Yes, that's right. And the starting line for season 10. Go binge that shit. Check out the park. That's right. And that Kite Hill, I'm, I felt stupid when I found out it was man-made. Oh yeah, Th- that's pizza. what I'm saying. The guy guy won an award for that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's an amazing part. and uh, we still haven't gotten our pizza yet. Maybe we'll knock it on the head, and if it, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if it comes, we'll come back and give you a pizza Episo- report. Ep- yeah, that's a, a, a follow up part that's two great.
2: episode where we uh, we grade the pizza. Yeah. And, uh,
0: all right, you guys ready to knock it on the head?
1: Yeah. Before we do, so Cynthia, do you have any like? Upcoming events or any projects you're working on that you want to shout out? Yes. Please let our listeners know about.
2: We'll have links on our page?
1: Yeah. Which I am really looking yeah, forward to. Yeah, those are awesome. Those are awesome. Okay.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I- I-
0: an i5 uh, thing. Oh, yeah, there's
1: that. Awesome. Yep.
2: Yeah, yeah. Wait. There are other podcasts?
1: Oh. Awesome, awesome. And you don't even
2: have to be from Seattle to reach out.
1: That's right, that's right. Well, thank you so much for joining yes, us. Yes, thank tonight. you. It's yeah. awesome to have you here. It seemed very appropriate. See, this is the last awesome overall before they close yeah, shop, awesome so
3: yeah. Please do, yeah. In the yeah. Admiral District?
2: Oh, yeah. Another institution. You gotta talk Bob no, Sag now. No. Yeah. Seattle okay. Oh, yeah. Okay.
3: No, I just ate, ate there as a kid, you know, going there, like, after, you know, games and stuff. So, yeah, it was a great place. It is a yeah. great place. Good yeah. pasta. Yeah, great pasta. Yeah, a long time.
0: Tomorrow. Oh, wow. Okay. Wait.
1: We-
2: we clearly have some, some more pizza to eat.
0: Ho ho! Yeah, more pizza to eat, more episodes to record. Damn! You want to do an episode there tomorrow?
1: Yeah.
0: I've never been there.
1: When it rains, it pours. Sadly. Oh. Yeah. Well, we're looking forward
0: to Big Mario's coming in here and uh, keeping the flag going for North Lake Pizza Tavern. I, I can anticipate I can anticipate a
2: follow-up uh, episode, maybe season fourteen, fifteen, or something. We come back in Big Mario's and uh, see how they did. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, right. We,
1: we'll we'll come car back,
0: back when Mario's uh, yeah.
1: got some... What, yeah. what do
2: they have on top? Right under their fingernails. A few arrests, <laughs> maybe. There you go. Nice. We will be super judgy.
0: All right. Thank you again, Cynthia Brothers, for joining us. Yes, this was an you. amazing episode. As you can hear, the difference between when we started this at 5.15 and 6.30, when people have had a couple Things of it got loud enough where someone could hear the jukebox, and like, hey, turn up the jukebox, and then everyone else <laughs> got louder. So as you can hear by the background noise, this place yeah. is popping off right now. So we're going to pop off the mics. We might talk to you again if some pizza shows up. If not... Satan's Pilgrims take us out